Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Today is episode four <clears throat> of Unmasked, where myself, Vaishak, and Stevan unmask ourselves. In Japan, there is this, I don't know if you'd call it a proverb or a story. Many of you have probably heard about it, so you can take this as a gentle reminder. There is a face that we show to society, and then there is a face that we show to our loved ones, the people that are close to us. And then there's the face that we only show to ourselves. So there's layers and layers of masks. Now I invite you to look deeper. There's a face that we don't even dare to show ourselves. There's often a mask that we're putting on and we're not even willing to look under that for ourselves. And that's where the depth of awareness lies. That's where the good, the bad, and the ugly is. That's where 100% awareness is. That's where the possibility of 100% awareness of 100% consciousness is. So just dropping into the moment here right now with all of you, I was sharing what's on my heart. And now I invite you, Vaishak Stevan, whomever wants to go first, what is on your heart? The first picture that came to me is a crying child. It's um, it's a it's unmasking the first layer. The second layer is is uh, is anger, frustration about the the current situation, whatever it is. If it's finances, relationships, family, there's always something which in the outside world that we're not so happy about, not hundred percent happy about, and then the next layer is is a crying face because there's some pain that we're holding on to and then the next layer is is the child is a crying child um so the the pain goes back into into a previous experience into experience that we are still holding on to that we have still not let go of and that's that's yeah that's the that's the image that came that came to me <laughs> you're looking at me now I, i didn't have any image to be very honest i'm like this is not what we decided we are going to talk about <laughs> no it's not even about that it's just what's on your heart right now in the moment hmm. it doesn't have guys, to be whatever it is you guys and the girls in kerala matrimony are in my heart right now <laughs> okay jump, jump, jumping into into, into the, the dating world <laughs> yeah just a little bit of context we were just uh chatting here and and vaishak was saying how he joined matrimonial site um he's from kerala which is a state in india so he joined a local matrimony site matrimony site is like imagine a dating website but it's more serious where you're looking to get married that's what it means by matrimony not a very commonly used word in the west yes. and he was just saying how he made his profile there's just like a bunch of like terrible photos and he was like what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> something like that i don't know maybe i yeah i'm yeah. giving a really terrible synopsis so if any any audience who like outside like our parents create our profile for us and they're going to use the worst pictures <laughs> <laughs> like the old 90s konica camera ones so you literally are not going to look like yourself but i also noticed like most people when they upload their own pictures then also they don't look like themselves it'll be all filtered out mm. Mm. yeah so that's the thing 
and then the matrimonial website themselves does some kind of editing on it i've noticed and they put their watermark and all i'm like what the fuck do you what do you need to put a watermark on this and i want to talk about that authenticity can you actually own who you are can you own yourself and show up because only when you own yourself and show up as who you are will you be able to attract whatever it is it doesn't have to be any matrimonial site just in general only then will you be able to attract what is a good fit like you know when you take two pieces of a puzzle and when they fit together they're all wacky right you're building but you can't just build a puzzle by putting two random pieces together that's not how it works you just doesn't fit right so what is the challenge in owning who you are and being authentic and just being like yo this is what it is and this is who i am yeah you guys just talk my mom is i think knocking i just come yeah. back <laughs> all good <clears throat> yes um but you see what i'm talking about right sivan yeah. because and it's not, and it's by the way this is an ongoing journey because even for me like i'm i'm working on it Mm, in many yeah. different areas because there's times when you become aware like oh shit here's a blind spot i wasn't being aware here mm. yeah yeah vice yes. we're just saying that there are blind spots of unawareness yeah and when you're in unawareness it can be difficult to be authentic because you're just following the patterns that you picked up this karmic imprint mm. this unconscious conditioning so one thing like like you know you you talked about being authentic right so one of the main things like about my channel is that you know i put this video of if if you open my youtube if someone clicks on it the first video that comes out is i i have taken antidepressants that's that's my real story that i put it out there like that's the first video that will pop out so when you are on a matrimonial site and you know when 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 my dad talks to them or someone and they say you can check out his youtube channel this is the first video that pops out and it might uh-huh. not be the girl or someone it might be actually the parents who might be uh-huh. watching it and they are not actually interested in you know having a guy who has gone through depression and is actually open about it they might be okay if you know if it is not out there in public so that is where the issue comes you know my parents asked me like why don't you can you remove it for some time so that you know we can actually go forward it so that is where my struggle is like i i am i am not at all for removing it but at the same time there's a little bit of stress like should i should i not that's the thing so i am like what should i do with it i am like i am not going to remove it that's like 99% of me but that single that little bit 1% doubt is there but would it be better like not totally removing it but at least from the highlight but that's the one video i feel that connects with a lot of people and that's the one reason i do it also so what do you guys think about it well if it's connecting with a lot of people the question is is it connecting with the people you want to connect to because first of all here's the thing you know what you're doing with that video you're putting you're drawing a line yeah. you're saying here's a line and this is me you're putting a stake in the ground this is me or this is who i was and it's a story like you're owning it yeah so why would you remove that hmm i feel the same i would say if somebody is is like really loves you or really sees something in you um which mostly doesn't happen with parents because they have certain ideas about how a partner should be but do you really want to fit the idea of those parents right like are you ever going to fit the idea of 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 every single parent and if you do um how is like what how is that going to determine your relationship to your partner because you're not marrying the parents you're marrying the girl right so if her parents are choosing for her that's already a sign for me that they are owning her 
and they will rule her life and so they will try to rule over me that's huge bro mm-hmm. and by the way this is <laughs> i remember i was thinking about this um <clears throat> i don't know if it's an indian thing it's probably an eastern thing i don't know how much of it is a western thing maybe stevan you can chime in here but in my experience and in many other people's in my observations from what i've noticed parents think they own their children they've invested in this child like it's their property and now they're expecting a certain return on investment and when the ROI is not the way that they expected it, when it's not what they expected to be they are met with they're not even met with they just express disappointment like i would see that and i was like yo what's the point like i don't understand because no matter what i do either i choose to live my life or i choose to live someone else's life that will please other people so it's up to me now i have to decide or rather i get to decide my path consciously and it doesn't mean that um you know I, I, all those relationships can't happen it just means that you ha- the opportunity is to develop myself further my own skills so that i can consciously craft agreements and renegotiate those relationships and the other people would have to meet me there as well on that table and maybe they're not ready for it yet maybe they will be but this is what's important here that if people if your video and this is my perspective um if your video is like yo this is who i am and you're owning it then what that's doing is it's weeding out the people that are not the right fit so if it's doing that job for you and chime in on on this if it is if it's doing that job for you then is that a positive or a negative it's a good thing only the, 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 the confusion is, is should thing. it go to them first only or like after sometime that is the question and i do understand what you're saying right because there's a point where like you know maybe you want to meet them first and then they're like oh this guy is so cool and then they hear about your story and like oh, okay he was like that but another aspect of it is and this is what's very important here when they look at the video mm-hmm. are they approaching it with curiosity mm-hmm. or are they approaching it with maybe derision or mm-hmm. are they approaching it with a kind of a fixed mindset if somebody looks at that and they get curious think of it this way they're in india they're in kerala and nobody else probably is doing that in your social construct so they can yeah. look at it and approach it with curiosity so how open minded are they are that's what that curiosity reveals but okay. if they're if they are fixed in the way that they see the world it's not it is going to leak into other areas of the life cool. and you will face many other problems that being said we are not 100% growth mindset or 100% fixed mindset so there is you know there's um it's not like that it's it can be um you know they might not um they might be fixed about this but they might still have flexibility on other things that you would appreciate but from what it seems like your youtube channel is clearly important to you so my question is like you know if 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 somebody doesn't see your channel and then things proceed and all of a sudden they see your channel like no you you're not doing youtube anymore i don't appreciate this you can't do this no youtube for you then what like what this, is such a good, this is such a good imitation man <laughs> what is the question again in your accent i missed the question what is in your regular accent man yeah i was just saying like if they let's say they don't approve of it let's say they they think like you're dope as fuck and they like your family or whatever right everything's cool things proceed and then they see your channel and they're just like oh yeah you just stop your channel like what no, you know that's not going to happen 
yeah so it's like it's almost like <clears throat> this is what i do and they're just gonna have to acknowledge it yeah sounds like not... you're really vulnerable you know to a larger group of people and if these people are not willing to open up for your vulnerable vulnerability then that means that they're not ready to be vulnerable themselves mm -hmm. and i'm not sure if you want to i mean it's up to you if, if if you want to put yourself out in such a way that you know you match the people who are not really ready to be vulnerable mm -hmm. or who are not ready to listen to someone who is being vulnerable with other people yo like one thing is what you're doing here is you are it's this is about community man like straight up it's about community and what community means is you come together with certain values right so the three of us have formed a community here of three or tribe whatever you like that's not the point whatever you call it but it's like a team we're coming we've come here we're aligned in certain values so we're operating out of a certain space of a certain place within ourselves so if you are creating that kind of an agreement um with any other people and creating that kind of a community then it becomes important to know what do you value and what do they value? And can you actually come and play together as a team? Do you, do you both realize that you're on the basketball court and not on the soccer field? And do you all understand the rules for basketball? And are you all willing and capable to execute and play the game? Like that. I would, uh, I want to give an example. I watched a YouTube video where a white guy, he has a, Uh, like two million subscribers he makes videos in india and he mm. married an indian girl um mm. and so uh mm. after, after the yeah. marriage one like uh, somebody from their family from the girl's family who's indian he commented that you know how can she do this mm -hmm. uh, how can she marry a white guy now Carl rock Carl rock right yeah exactly Carl rock yes i was yeah. thinking he looks like you know, PewDiePie, right and then yeah and then he said you know uh he, and then she said you know her father he took care of it um oh. he, he owned it like he owned it he said no my daughter is in love with this guy and this man is you know fantastic and while when they when they met him they asked what do you like how much does he uh, earn And he didn't earn anything. He was still living from his savings. So when mm -hmm. she told her, uh, her parents about him, she said he's still living off of his parents. He has a YouTube channel and this and that. And her dad said, all right, that's, a, that's all right. You know, I trust you. You know, I trust you as my daughter. I trust you that you're not just, you know, finding a white guy and, you know, doing some nonsense, but it's actually... You really love him and you you really have a vision with him and now uh and now they're opening their own business soon yeah. so and, yeah so it's like it, it's i i feel i would i would you know if if the parents have to agree upon um the relationship then there should be um i mean you sh you should not change yourself in order for them to accept for, uh, for who you really are <clears throat> And it will happen. Like there are so many people on this planet. Yeah. How many million people? And you know, I'm yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> you never you know? settle. Thank you, homies. <laughs> <laughs> It's really important though because I I also have like experienced uh, you know and here in the West we use portals like Tinder, B Bumble, whatever, all of these things. And yes, you meet some people, but most of the time it's very surface level. 
and that's also how the whole app is structured. It's like, you know, you only get to see certain pictures with which they chose and they edited, as you said. And then, you know, they, they show you certain angles. And sometimes you meet those people. They don't even look the same at all how they are mm. on the picture. And on one side, you want to be beyond the body. You want to be beyond. But if somebody's not even willing to show them uh, as they are on a platform, then it already, that also says a lot about their personality, right? Yes. <laughs> so I, at least I feel like it's a good idea to go on a, uh, if you, if you go on a website to go on some website where people are looking for something which is committed because in here it's mostly just uh, short term casual relationships, which people are kind of just more as a distraction as in finding a true connection. And I want to talk about this um, <clears throat> when it comes to being a conscious leader one of the most important things is candor, to speak with candor. And what that involves is being truthful, saying what is true. And it also involves revealing relevant information, like what's actually relevant here and not just everything. Um, and also means being self-aware of yourself, of where you fit in the situation, of how things are. And so if you are going in and revealing that information, appropriately which is what it sounds like you're doing then it's doing you service because it's going to open up the doors to connect with the people who are a good fit with what you value with what your team is looking for but if you withhold information then you're not facilitating the free flow of information and in times of uncertainty we think that withholding information is something that protects us it's a safety mechanism, but on the op but we should be doing the opposite. Actually, we should be opening up and facilitating the free flow of information, mm -hmm. even though it seems challenging. But because that's what takes that uncertainty and gives us more information, more things to play with. So actually, what you're doing is in this time of uncertainty, you're opening yourself up, you're revealing yourself, so that you have the opportunity to connect. And when you connect, then you can take things deeper. But if you withhold then you'll be met with the energy of withholding. And what happens mm -hmm. when you're met with the energy of withholding? <clears throat> There's no real connection. If you want true connection in anything, then it comes down to this. And it's hard, man. It is fucking hard. Because there are times, even for me, where I f I'm saying this because even I feel like, oh, I don't want, I shouldn't say this. But then I really, I observe and I'm like, well, what is it revealing about me when I feel or think that I shouldn't say this. Well, why not? Maybe I shouldn't say it because there's a certain context or an environment, but is it because of that? Or am I projecting my own fears and insecurities onto it? And if I am, then what does that reveal to me about the secure insecurities and fears that I have yet to dissolve? I just took y'all down a certain rabbit hole, but, <laughs> um, but that's what's important here. And I mean, whatever you're doing, I think it's dope. Uh, and and ninety nine percent of you is is on track with that. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was definitely an insight for me because you know you don't live like you said. This tribe is important. Like people who think differently. I'm living among people who have a little bit old school thinking. Like this is how it should be. I don't blame them. They've grown up like that. But you know that sometimes shakes me up. Okay, is that right? I get confused. Like, am I actually right, or you know, are they right? <laughs> it gets to me sometimes. Bro, I ask myself this, right? Am I coming from a place of fear, mm -hmm. a place mm -hmm. of 
safety or am I coming from a place of expansion, a place of love? I feel that your parents, your surroundings are very open to what you do. Like your parents, you know, being fine, you filming them while they're cooking, uh, you vlogging yourself, you being on YouTube, them seeing you on YouTube, you know, all of these things that they're even putting, you know, your profile in and they're adding to YouTube. They're not hiding it from other people. I feel like that's already like, wow, wonderful, like good job on your parents. Um, and it's, it's also you acknowledging your parents for being truthful in that way. Maybe they're asking you, maybe they're doing should, their best. Yeah. They're doing their best. <laughs> but that's wonderful. Really? Yeah. yeah. You should own that too. Yeah. You know, own that too. As someone who's coming into your life as your life partner that, you know, they have your parents, you know, they, they have them as a backup. Right. So I would say, yeah, own, own that, you know, you are a YouTuber. Mm hmm. I heard someone say, um, I don't know where I heard it, but this guy was talking about like um, what he wanted in a, in, a, in a partner, in a wife. And then someone told him, um, you should look at what you want in a mother-in-law <laughs> as well. And, but what that reveals to me is that kind of thinking, which is actually very applicable here. Because what Stevan just revealed is your parents are very open with what you're doing in this environment, in the social environment where people are not necessarily accepting of what you're doing, yet your parents are. That is huge. That is something to be celebrated. They have broken many boundaries, maybe. I don't know how open they were before. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you're, from what you're, you know, from your reaction, it sounds like, you know, they have broken many boundaries <laughs> while you've been breaking boundaries. And so there's an opportunity here for you to connect with new individuals to elevate the team to elevate your consciousness, to expand your experience. Like, oh man, do you hear me right now? Like what I'm saying here, like this is amazing. Like you as a team can evolve. And that video on your channel, that intro video where you talk about your journey is a baseline. If anybody doesn't meet that, that means mm -hmm. they're not willing to rise okay. to the level that you're at with like that's it like <laughs> okay i can't drop my phone sorry <laughs> because i feel like uh like i said and before we started to talk i i told you that i actually admire how you go out and you just film yourself and you walk around and you're so comfortable in it which just shows how important not just how important it is for you that but you're actually living it it's not mm. like you're, you know, pretending, you're trying, you're figuring out. No, you're on it, you know. And for me, that, that's so powerful, really. So, so powerful. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm going out, I'm filming, and I'm thinking what people are thinking, you know. But you're there, you're doing it. And yeah, it's, it, so that's why I'm saying um, own it because you are fully focused on this one thing. Dude, you are owning it, by the way. I just want to point out, you are owning it. And mm. this is just, there are some doubts creeping up. Yeah. And the reason they're creeping up is because, it's funny because I'm having the exact same thing. So when I have an intention of wanting to do something, and you feel this too, there's an intention that you want to do something, but there's all these reasons that come up why it won't work. Yeah. Right? And there's all these reasons that are rooted in certain beliefs that we picked up that were there to protect us, but today they no longer serve us. So we have the opportunity to take those beliefs, rewrite them into things that do serve, beliefs that do serve us. 
we can completely let go of them, but it's okay to rewrite them and know consciously that you're just making this for now and you're not entangled into it. You're just allowing this to be an open door to take you to the next step. And then again, you will dissolve that. And then when you do take the action that is aligned, you will get what you want to create. You will create that with ease. So my invitation to you is just to observe and just see whatever is coming up for you, whatever reasons they are, are they rooted in fear, blame, shame, guilt, or are they rooted in expansion? One thing I would do if I, if, if I can, if I can just share this with you, which I felt like helped me a lot in uh, trying to understand um, myself and, and what kind of partner I want is to actually write down things that matter to me, things that mm. I, I want in a partner and not necessarily she has to have this height and this eye color. If it's if it's really important to you, you can mention some some things as well. But most mostly, how do you want to feel when you are with that person? How do you want to feel when you're surrounded by her? How do you want to feel when you are with her family? How do you want like just write down just write down things that come to you when you when you think about a life partner? All the things that you want to do with her things that you yeah just like a bucket list whatever it is that's on your mind just write these things down because once you write it down then it's 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 like the first step of of it actually becoming reality um mm. because before that your mind is kind of clustered many thoughts ideas bollywood movies coming in you know <laughs> not not being reality not really being important and then you actually sit down and you write it down and then a few days later you come back to and you're like well actually this doesn't really matter this I don't know why I wrote it down, and like this, it actually the this this picture, this idea, also changes with time. It's fine; you can erase something and put something new in, but it's I it's it definitely helps to to know to know yourself better and to to understand your 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 choice. Like yeah, to have a a clearer choice when it comes to a life partner. Yeah, I I so I I wrote standards for myself, and then I. I basically took those same standards and I just copy pasted them <laughs> um, into what into like a perfect life partner. And then I added a few things maybe, or I removed a few things. I don't know. I adjusted it appropriately. So yeah, that also, it, it you know, it's definitely important and, and it makes sense. Uh, and it works because it gives you, it supports you in having the clarity of, of direction. And like you said, it changes, but the core remains the same. Like in the beginning, you said it doesn't matter if the per person took this spiritual program or does this spiritual practice. Yeah. What really matters is that they have a certain understanding and they have, have a certain level of trust, love, devotion, whatever it is that you're looking for. Um, so, the, yeah, that that's the, the, key, the key aspect of it. Rather than focusing on uh, she has to have this degree or this job yeah. or this whatever. It's more the values, I feel, the vision, the mindset. But you have because of what you're doing, you know? I do. Yeah. Just that in this arranged marriage thing, my values are there. My parents' values are a bit different. You know, what they're looking for in a broad law is different. By so, the way, I have a question. Yeah. Like, have you, have you and your parents sat down individually, written down what you all value, what you all care for in, in a new addition to the team? And then, uh, and what you, what kind of, um, what you would like for that, how you would like for that person to contribute and then come together and share those values with each other. And then, mm -hmm. and then had a conscious mm -hmm. conversation around 
you know, what actually, what you actually care for. And then uh, when you bring what you individually want, it'll change mm. because there, there might be certain things that might seem conflicting or contradictory, but then mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, actually, you know, that doesn't really matter for, for me. Oh, or they might be like, Oh, you know, Vaishak, I thought this was really important, but it sounds like it's not even that important for you. Mm. So I'm not even going to look for that. So that way, when you, when you are all aligned in your collective consciousness as a team. And so when you take that approach, you'll be like, boom, like a bomb that mm. goes in and just like goes in all, all the way and, and just like demolishes the barriers that are no longer serving you and you will attract the right individual. Yeah. I would do that exercise, man. If I were you mm. like, straight up. Just to share things with your parents. Yeah. Wow. That's a powerful, like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Talk about they have to go about it like that, mom. Let's sit together and, you know, is that how? Yeah. You do it? Yeah. So here's what you do. I'll tell you exactly how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny I say this because I haven't done it myself. So <laughs> disclaimer here, and I'm just making it up. This is something that I would potentially do at some point. But in my personal experience, I don't want to get my parents involved. And there have, I have different reasons for that. Right. So that's why I haven't like, that's why it's different for me. But in your case, you want to involve them in this way. Right. I don't, I want to, I don't want to involve them in this way. That's why. And there's specific reason. We're not going to get into that right now, but in your case you do. So you just take out a sheet of paper and just be like, what are the qualities that are important? What are the values that are important for you that you think sh should, that person should also have, right? Like whatever it is, maybe it's like staying together with family and how, and is there a particular kind of a lifestyle? And, you know, um, maybe there's a level of openness and trust, a level of conscientiousness. Literally just write these things down in bullet points or in sentences, whatever you feel comfortable with. And you can write things that are more objective as well, things that you can agree on. So here's what it, this is what the definition of a standard. It's something that is objective and quantifiable. So we might say, um, Stephen has one red shirt on. Stevan has one red shirt on. All three of us can agree because one is quantifiable. One is a number. And we all know what red is according to the colors that we as humans have defined. So it's something we can all externally agree on. So have some things like that as well. Because if you say, some, yeah, we want someone who's nice in the family. Like, bro, what the fuck? Does it mean shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck does nice mean? Mm, <laughs> does it mean yeah. Be more specific, exactly. Like, I'm yeah. a dickhead at times, but some people think I'm nice. I'll have my clients say that I'm very confronting, but at the same time, they'll say that I'm a joy to be with. <laughs> it's like two opposite things, but why? It's so you can't, you can't, like, you can't talk about that by itself. So, but you do it. You you write it down for yourself. You go to your family and you just tell them like these are the parameters. This is what you th this is how I'd like to have a conversation. Can you just write things out? And if they might even be uncomfortable with writing it out, or they might say, "Why do we have to do it?" But still, mm. ask them to just write it out so that there's something. There's a beauty. When it's something important for me. Just say it's important for me. It's my, like yeah. it's a wife. It's not like. You're buying some car and you can change it. Yeah. You know, it will be there for you, with you for, for the Did rest. Did you say buy some what? Buy, buy, buy a car, car and just car. change it. You know? It's not like that. Bad, yeah. You know, yeah, like exactly. You make a choice. So you want to make a choice together and you want to know what they are looking for because mm -hmm. you want to understand where they are coming from. And once you understand them, once they tell you where they're coming from, then you can also kind of mix and and mingle, you know, you can like, so they can understand where you're coming from, what you want, you can understand the, 
maybe not in, to a certain level of depth they're willing to share, but at least you you get an idea of why they're looking for this. Bro, you get a sense of non-negotiables for yourself and mm. the non-negotiables for them. Yeah. Mm. That itself will set the foundation. And then the rest uh. of it is like you can play around with it based on what you all value. But this is what's critical here because think of it this way. I'm just going to give very parallel examples. Let's say you just, let's say the three of us start a, a podcast company. Like we're just doing this. I guess this is a hobby podcast type thing for now. But let's just say at some point we want to expand and we, we, we end up making money from it. So then we, we start doing different show, different whatever things, start selling products or services. And then as we do that, what's going to happen is we're going to have to look for people. Oh, we're actually going to get to look for people that align with our values, with what we want to create. Maybe people who want to develop themselves, their skills in a certain way. Maybe people who care about what we're doing rather than just somebody who, you know, let's say we want to hire a, um, an, a technician to take care of like the technical aspects. We're not just going to hire some, some person who's a technician. We're going to ideally look for someone who's a technician and cares about what we're doing, that cares about the message that we're putting out there because they will be able to put themselves out put themselves into, pour themselves into what we're doing because they'll be a part of the team and they'll be almost like family. So we're, how would we go and look for a person like that? We know that, you know, this is probably like a two, three to four or five year arrangement with that individual. And this is how much time per week that we would want to, them to support with. And this is how we would want them to support with. And potentially this is how we would want them. This is the kind of growth that we would want to see in them so they can support us further. Um, with different aspects maybe they can start scheduling also or maybe you would find someone else to do the scheduling for guests um, but that's what i'm saying here you know how would you go look for someone like that literally take that and apply it here it's not the only thing that applies because the situation is different but that aspect applied here will make a big difference like it's not gonna be like stevan's like oh i'm just gonna hire this guy i'm like i want to hire this guy and you're like i want to hire this guy and we didn't even talk about who we want to hire and for what purpose we want to hire them, what we want them to do, what are we expecting from them, how much we're going to pay them. Like there's certain parameters like that that we would discuss or criteria. I love this. So important. This is again coming back to authenticity and, uh, against being on the surface only. Like is somebody looking at your profile and just seeing a few pictures and thinking match or somebody going into your profile, actually reading, taking the time to understand who you are, where you're coming from, what you value. And then from then... From there, they're moving onwards to actually meeting you and getting to know you. Or is it just, okay, he has this degree, he has done this, he is making so much money, let's get him into the family. Mm. Like, you know, what? where are they coming from? But it also reveals the kind of depth at which they're operating. Mm -hmm. And is that the kind of individual that you want to mingle with to this degree? Mm. Right? You're going to mingle with all kinds of people in society. But if you're getting into a kind of a, if you're creating an agreement, a contract that goes to this depth of involvement, then it becomes important that we look at it and we say, what do we care about here? What does it, what is it, what truly matters? And ask yourself this, if you are going to be a vlogger, like, you know, for like five, 10, 15 years, what kind of an individual does a person have to be to be with you as a, as, a, as like a partner? Like, what does it, what would it take mm. for her? What kind of patience would she need to have with you going around um, 
and, you know, <laughs> dealing with camera issues and whatever. What kind of um, openness would she need to have so that she doesn't feel insecure when you're walking down the street with her and you take out the camera and you start recording and vlogging? Or what if you want to include, what if, she, you know, you are including your parents in your vlogs? She may also be included in your vlogs. So if this person is worried of that, then that's not even a fit. Like a person should be open for that. And maybe, maybe you won't include a partner. We don't know that. Like, like we can't say that, but is that a non-negotiable for you? Mm. How do you want to run the business? Because wow. for it's example, so yeah. have you seen mm. the real, there's <laughs> an Instagram, the real Indian dad, right? Hmm? This guy. Okay, okay. So the real Indian dad. So his wife is like this musician person. And she's a great singer and she makes these comedy videos with him. So on his Instagram and on her Instagram, and this guy is like a, a lawyer or something. I don't know what he is, but his face is never in the videos. Oh, but he, okay. he like he records and he talks. And then there's times when he shows himself, but he doesn't show himself. It's like the Bitmoji face. Like it's oh. like a virtual face. Yeah. So it'll be like her and whoever other friends they have, like different people, right? On the thing. But whenever it's him, it's always a bit emoji instead of his face, like always. So can you think, you understand what I'm saying here? It's like he's there and I don't know actually how their thing started. I don't know if they got married and then later on they started this or they started this and they got together. I have no clue, right? But there's different possibilities here, but it depends on what matters for you. Like maybe for that guy, he's cool with being on social media as long as his face isn't shown because of whatever reason, maybe he has something to do with work or you know, whatever it is. But what is that for you? Like, what will it take? Ask yourself, what will it take for somebody to be my partner? And what will it take for me to be involved with someone? And what am I not willing to do? Because there might be a certain give and take, and you may not want to give up what the path that you're going on. Right. And what does that actually involve going further on your path for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, 100 years? What do you want to achieve? What kind of support do you foresee you'll need physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically, socially, support. financially? Yeah, that's an important word, support. Mm -hmm. What kind of support do you want? Yeah, definitely. How much can you rise when you have someone who's supporting you? Right. Not, not, yeah. not, need not be in the sense of recording videos with you. Yeah. Or yeah. doing things for you, or editing for you, whatever. No, uh -huh. but just you know, just understanding what that what yeah. you're doing is what you love to do. Yeah, and just supporting. Someone who that. understands that it's something that I love and yeah, that's, yeah true. exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna use the washroom, man. Paper. What's your paper? What's your paper, lady? Abhishek Patel. Paper. Coaching, coaching. He's coaching. He's giving me free coaching. Free In the coach. name of podcast, I'm extracting coaching out of. Yeah, you. that's the idea of this podcast. <laughs> yes, he doesn't even know that both of us are on coaching. He charges thousands of dollars, and we are getting it for free. Everybody who's in this, who's in this podcast right now, make sure. To, to share this with someone that you feel that needs to hear this. I feel yeah. a lot of people need to hear this or will benefit from hearing this. Yeah, yeah. I can resonate with a lot with what, especially the last part, but all of it so far was so powerful. Yeah, actually, even I didn't yeah. think so much, but mm. it makes sense. 
Yes, yeah. There have been different chapters of uh, the journey of finding a partner for for me also, you know. And big big part of it is understanding that what he said is the baseline. You know, what are the negotiate like non negotiable things? What are the things that you value so much that they are really important for you, and and that's just something that you want to have in a partner. But another thing is if someone really loves you, then they kind of become that. They can't. They they become that person. Mm-hmm. They they just support you. You know, if they if they truly have that devotion for you, if they develop the love for you, if they have the commitment, then it happens. So, yeah. That's that's my my experience. Yeah. <laughs> I also had um, partners in my life where I felt like that was missing, like. You know, let's say I sent I sent her a video that I made, and she's like, "Yeah, nice," <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just like, "You yeah. tell me more, like, tell me more, what, yeah. like, yeah, give me a little bit more feedback, something." But um, with time, then I understood. All right, you know, it's not something that she cares about, yes. and but it's something that I really care about, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. Um, I can communicate it to her. I can tell her, "Hey, this is something I really care about. Please <laughs> give me some proper feedback." But if I see time and time again that she's not, you know, so interested in in it, then I I found out it's not a match. Yeah, I just shared with Vaisak that I had a experience before where I uh, I was sharing my work with. Um, uh, someone that I was dating and then she wasn't really interested in it and then I was like kind of I want I want some more feedback I want some more you know so I, I needed the support I needed to push but she wasn't really caring about mm-hmm. what I was doing and so I understood that um, she she didn't really care so much about something that I truly loved doing and with time that just became uh, something that kind of yeah, it just made. I was sure that this is not my my life partner. And know. it sounds like for you, what's important is in your. I don't like using this word, but I'm just gonna say in your quote unquote work. Um, that's like a large portion of your social life, and when you're with someone, you value that. You value conversations around that. Hmm. That's what it sounds like to me. And then if you if that doesn't get served, then uh, it's like, I mean, the way that I know you, like you're really passionate about what you do. So if that if you're not able to connect with that passion, then it just it sounds like you know it's doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, I, I think told Say say. We're saying the main thing that you know we're extracting ten thousand dollar coaching for free in the name of this podcast from. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Mastermind, masterclass." Master- Yes. <laughs> Actually, um, I have just opened up a few spots, so f- a few of my clients will be ending in. Don't uh, attend it, guys. You just hear this podcast. Is the same. <laughs> and so I do have. I am offering one one on one private session, um, not sessions, programs. Though this is mm-hmm. uniquely designed for individuals. To what is the difference between a session and a program? Program, we're getting them to a particular outcome. I never. I don't offer sessions just here and there. I might offer it for free, just just because I really want to help someone. 
Um, but in a session, you can't get a massive, you can't get like an identity shift and transformation that actually serves an individual as opposed to working with me for a certain period of time, which we decide that works for them. And they're committed into creating that transformation for themselves. And it, generally, it, it goes deeper and far more than, than they imagine. Um, but in a session, you can't always get to that. Because it takes time for things to unfurl and unfold. Yeah. Um, but that's funny. <laughs> I, I just, when I went, I just heard something about PayPal. <laughs> so, I, that was, so that's what you were leading up to. Yeah, Vaisak was like, you should, <laughs> you should give your PayPal. I'll give you money, <laughs> money for the advice today. <laughs> My job is not to give advice. It's to guide, to facilitate insights, to point to what's already there. It's to help people arrive at massive outcomes mm. um but yeah so where you were yeah stevan man i was just sharing about my experience and i was i was telling him that 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 was something that i understood and how important uh, it was for me to understand what are my baselines and what are the non-negotiable things so i i just i just said that what what, what you shared was was exactly what i what i like what I can say from my experience of of past partners, uh, and you know, it's it's clear. It makes it makes uh, a lot of sense. And I said that anybody who's listening to this podcast should sh should share this with someone that they feel needs to hear hear this because I feel a lot of a lot of people can benefit from from this conversation. Yeah, and I'm just curious who's still listening because, especially if you got triggered and you're still listening, like big ups to you because I have a feeling a bunch of people watching this probably got triggered in many different ways. Did mm. we? Did we say something triggering? Is it? Probably. Maybe not. Probably. Okay. Maybe not to us because we're open. We create the space for ourselves right. to open up. But yeah. I don't know. Were you triggered? Let me ask this. Were you triggered by that? Because we were like, just, no. you know, no. Okay. But I have a feeling there would be other people that would be triggered. I don't know. If, about there's everybody. always someone, yeah. There's always someone, especially considering the way that we went into it. Hmm. And it's yeah. good. Trigger just shows, brings something to surface. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can end the podcast like yeah, this. I like, yeah. I, All right. I, I love this, this episode. Yeah, it was nice. Thank you so much. Let everybody let's give a big shout out and thank you. Thanks to Vaishan for, for coming up and, and sharing his journey. And thank you all, all the listeners, all the audience for joining and listening. And we hope you got some value out of it that you can apply and, and create something beautiful in your life, something more beautiful. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Ta ta.